0: Hey everyone, Joel here. We try to keep the real world separate from the show, not because we're trying to hide our personal views, but because uh, we talk about the real world often enough privately. (laughs) You'll, You'll often hear Daddy chastise me for bringing in work topics. Super GG Radio isn't a business venture. It's a place for friends to hang out, catch up, talk about things we love, which in this case is video games and things related. That said the murder of george floyd by police the groundswell of protests across the country and then witnessing video after video of police brutally harming people who are just there to express the need for change makes it impossible to say nothing justice for george floyd's murder is necessary but it's really only a small part of what needs to be done in this country to prevent police violence and structural racism in the u.s Black lives matter and his life mattered to him, to his family and friends who will never be able to spend any time with him again because of it. We also recognize that we're not the right messengers for what needs to be done because we're the beneficiaries of the structures that perpetuate this. So we'll listen, we'll listen to those speaking out and we'll listen to those with lived in experiences to try to understand how we can move forward with a more equitable society. I'm going to provide some links in the show notes, and I'll be posting out on our social media where I believe imperfect allies like me and possibly you can help support the cause for justice in this country. And uh, I hope you consider doing the same. Thank you. What's good, Internet? Welcome to session 67 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. Under threat of being cancelled and replaced, we have actually banished Alex to Mementos, where he's battling for his life. Which means this week, I'm your host, Joel DeWitt Kuhn. Coon. Coon? Is it Coon? Yeah. Uh, okay. w- with me this week is our first runner up, Eric Deddy Denninger. Hey, Deddy, we finally did it.
1: Hot damn, I can't believe. You and me got canceled, but Alex is actually the person who's not here. Can you let me introduce the next person?
0: You know, it's, it's a lot of responsibility, but I'll trust you. Oh, hey, y'all. We got our very own Kefka here, Kevin Hartwig.
2: Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Um, Kefka did nothing wrong to mm-hmm. start, and honestly, neither did... Uh, uh, who's the bad guy in Chrono Trigger? Lavos. Are you sure... We have a real solid episode
0: this week. First, we did tactical and early adopters. Give Kevin a shot at the news before hearing about his exploits in Kojima Land in the Backlog blog. But first, early adopters, where we play alphas, betas, and games you bought (laughs) Mm -hmm. when there were 15 minutes left during the opening sale on Steam. Fact. Uh daddy, why don't we start with yours? Uh you brought today XCOM uh Chimera squad. Now, is this a DLC for the original ETSCOM or the second one?
1: It is not. It's actually a standalone game that's based oh. around the events of the second XCOM.
0: Okay. Um maybe give us like uh an executive summary of what the of what the original XCOM game was about.
1: I'll I'll give you the one for XCOM 2 because I only dabbled in the first XCOM. So it's a squad-based tactical turn-based game. So in any scenario, you would control an like an elite squad of XCOMs as you fight off an alien invasion and this game just plays on the ending. So in the the ending of XCOM you like successfully repel all the aliens you kick them off of the planet uh but this kind of takes it a step further and it says hey now it's however many years down the line and now a bunch of the alien civilizations have integrated into the human uh just into earth
0: i guess a better way to say it there's, there's some interspecies marriage and uh, oh, cross-pollinization going on. Is that d- what's
1: happening? I don't know if any of that's going on, uh, <laughs> but you have in the original XCOM, or at least XCOM 2, your squad was primarily based uh, with human characters. In mm. this one, you get characters that are from all the different uh. species from across the, the galaxy.
0: Oh, okay, awesome. Okay. Uh, so, so I, I'm going to take a guess that there's probably some variance between the different uh, species uh, that you get to choose and play with, right?
1: Yeah, so, it, I mean, you can even take it a step further and create, like, your own characters, uh, but you have to mm. use, like, the editing software to do that. I've actually grabbed a couple of... Mods that people had created to put Garrus from Mass Effect and uh, Snake, (laughs) nice into my version. I haven't I haven't gotten a chance to use them yet, but the uh, um yeah go ahead. Well,
2: no, no, go. You finish that thought.
1: Oh, I was gonna say that the the thing that is really uh drawing me into it is that the skills that each of the different people can get are much more diverse than. What previously was in XCOM? Because in XCOM 2, you'd have like a a couple of different classes. So you'd have like a ranger, you'd have uh, somebody that's like a sniper, somebody that uses uh, tech, and then they would have like a skill tree. Well, this takes it a step further with the squad members being different species. So you have like uh, one of the guys that's like a mind flayer from XCOM 2. So now you can use his abilities to try and, like, take over, shut down people. And it actually does a better job of some of this stuff than what I liked in Mutant Zero Year. Because Such it, as? It felt like the tree and even the diversity of characters... So You had, like, pretty diverse characters. Like, mm-hmm. you had the duck, you had the boar. Borman, and, yeah, what, ducks was his name. Mm-hmm. And their trees were pretty limited, and some of the skills overlapped. In this yeah. one, like, the characters, you're, there's no overlap in the skills that I've seen so far, and I have a squad of, I believe I'm finally up to six members, and it it runs you through this story that's basically like, everybody, uh, there's a lot of civil unrest, ha 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 ha, and uh, the XCOM squad is brought into the city to try and you know, quell that unrest and try and solve who killed the mayor.
0: Yeah, do figure civil unrest is really compelling storylines yeah. until it's happening in real life. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Harwood, you were going to want to say something there. Yeah. yeah.
2: No. So so I've heard a lot, including in your description here, a lot about XCOM as a tactical, squad-based, turn-based game. Um, and then Joel, you've told me a lot about how. Um, like Fire Emblem's combat is also like a sort of tactical and group base. Is that right? Uh,
0: in, in so far as you are playing a team of characters and each of them has their own life bar and, mm-hmm. and moves, uh, XCOM in that type of game is a little more uh, in depth, I would say. Than sure. a fire emblem, uh, fire emblem typically has sort of like a rock paper scissor kind of mentality. Got it. The okay. Characters and the different weapons they use, yeah. where XCOM bases itself largely on percentages of chance to hit.
2: Sure, right? it's what well, it's, it's a lot emphasis. Okay, for. so. So so XCOM is RNG, probably, compared to, like, Rock, Paper, Scissors of the Fire Emblem. More yeah. or less. Yeah. More and or less. I know that's, a, like, a gross oversimplification of both of them. Like, I well, recognize actually, that.
0: No, actually, Fire Emblem, that's that's pretty on. I mean, Fire Emblem is also extended to be very anime, and, and also sure. uh, breathing it out to sort of borrow the ideas from things like, uh, I mean... It's cliche at this point, but uh, persona is sort of the comparison they gave for three houses, which it's it's more like light huh. elements that they integrate into it, but got it, yeah, very persona like in three
1: houses. So,
2: okay, so so then talk to me about what what, like, a round or two of combat looks like in XCOM. Because the more I've, I've read about it, and, of course, I'm stubborn and I don't watch gameplay videos just for no reason other than <laughs> other than my stubbornness. Like, but describe to me what, like, a round or two actually looks like and, like, how the encounter, like, starts to. Just, like, brief. It doesn't have to be, like...
1: Okay, you know. so I'll give you uh, an example from XCOM 2 and then jump over to Chimera. So in cool. XCOM 2, it was like you were dropped on the ground... Uh, into a combat situation, and it would vary. Sometimes it would be, like, infiltration. Sometimes it would be, like, rescue of VIP. Well, they've translated the same kind of idea into this one, but they've made everything a lot smaller. So in the other one, you could have, like, a gigantic, like, outdoors area, and you'd have to, like, take a couple of rounds to move up to an, a, right. like a point where you'd be able to start your combat or ambush. This one is all about, like... SWAT mentality. So you guys are, every time you go into something, even inside of a level, after you clear one room, you then break into the next room. And that's, it breaks it up kind of nicely so that after each of the combat encounters, you then have to
2: readjust your strategy for whatever is in the next room. Got it. So so do you think then, like, the it makes the battles more concise or it like, like does it change the tactics because like um, you're not having to spend a bunch of moves moving up to them or um, does it, I don't know. It really can.
1: So compared to XCOM 2, this one, it tries to put everything very nicely together. It tries to make sure that you're not spending so much time on each encounter. You can usually play through one and, depending on if you don't mess up, uh, fairly quickly.
0: Because yeah, that's that's where okay. I always stumble.
2: <laughs> Interesting. There's permadeath, See, you, too, for your characters. You, so. uh, oh, God. All the time?
1: All the time.
2: Hmm. Oh, God. That sounds punishing. Oh, boy. Don't worry. You can um, replace
1: your characters with androids. <laughs> oh,
2: that's good. As yeah, you guys know, my stance is robots are not. You know, we don't have to get into it too much. I,
0: I don't think Daddy would take that maybe as personally as I would, but...
2: <laughs> I, ma- I know ma- Maybe I'm...
0: let's refrain from the dicey near subjects for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, if one of your squad mates goes down, then you
1: can bring in... Uh, it's more like a robot. It's not really an android. Got it. Got it. And they can fill in, but they don't have any of the really cool abilities like your other characters do.
2: So, so what... What kind of, like, how big are your squads here? You said you had your squad up to six. Is there going to be more than that? Or is that the max, and then you just swap out from there? On
1: each mission, you take four people.
2: Okay, And then you can have
1: uh, an android in reserve. Or, sorry, I keep saying android, but I I really mean robot. And then you can... uh, So, one of the things that was great and also terrible about XCOM 2 is that you had access to this spaceship. Or it wasn't even a spaceship, I guess. It was just like, a, I think, uh, the giant floating... Not floating. The giant flying ship from Avengers. You Got remember it, it with the, the shield helicarrier kind of thing? Yep. So they had they had one of those in the game, and you could go to like different bays, and you could be like, all right, I'm going to build a, a lab here, and then you would assign a crew member to the lab, and then they'd be able to... You know develop different equipment for you so they've actually compacted it into this game where once you have these extra squad members then you can take one of those people you can put them on reconnaissance so they'll do a task that'll either bring in more money it'll bring in more intelligence on the enemies or it'll bring in these power cores that you need in order to to do research so it's really like they took XCOM 2 and they they picked some of the nicer things from it but i've seen one of the gripes that i have is that some of the the graphical things that happen are pretty bad at one point my character was like hovering above the ground like he jumped over a railing and he was like running at a guy but he was still like four feet off the ground so it looks ridiculous
2: was it did you at least have a good time when it happened
1: I was kind of frustrated. So one of the things... Oh, sucks. That it's okay, just, that matters. <laughs> well, the thing that's really frustrating about any XCOM game, and uh, anybody that's played it will tell you this, is that uh randomly generated chance to hit, it's it's bull. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I have
2: heard that. Like, it, it is... It,
1: the game cheats. I'm sorry. It'll be like
2: yeah, 99%, I, 99% chance, and then you miss. Yeah,
1: like 95% chance. Like, you got the high ground. You got, like, a really good weapon. And then... Lo and behold, like, the guy somehow dodges out of the way at the last second. Like,
0: yeah. No. Yeah, so that's... Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with, whole, with you, and I've got my reasons for why I, I don't usually touch these level of strategy games, but uh, I will say uh, there was a game I played called Phantom Doctrine, uh, hell, last year sometime, and that was, like, the one thing that I did like a lot about that game compared to an Etscom was that they gave you a percentage... But they didn't do a percentage chance to hit. It was, you're going to do this percentage amount of damage based off of where you're positioned at, where the enemy's positioned at, how far away you are, what obstacles you have. And so instead of taking into account all those things and making it a random variable of whether or not it will hit at all, it was just like, okay, you're going to hit, but this, this, and this is going to blunt the damage.
1: Right. I actually picked that up on
0: Switch because it was two bucks a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. That got dirt cheap.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right? I was like, oh, this was on my radar, too. Like, nice. Yeah, I actually
0: like these games a lot. Yeah, I I wish I liked them more. It's one of those genres that, like, I feel like if I had more time, I would be more inclined to be like, yes, I'm going to take one of these, I'm going to dive in, and I'm just going to hit my head against the wall until I figure it out. But that barrier of spending an hour in a mission and then getting wiped out part way through and then realizing like, shit, I've got to start all over in this mission. Is yeah. just, it's just that threshold. That's a little too much for me.
1: These missions are nice and short, so it doesn't feel like as bad as in XCOM 2 where you're like, all right, so you spend all of the time like getting your guys into position, like trying to flank the enemy. And then one of the giant faceless monsters at, that's one of the things that (laughs) uh, I should really mention this because this is comical at least to Mm me but in XCOM 2 some of the humans that would be like hostages would actually turn out to be faceless monsters and what a faceless monster is it's like a 9 foot tall kind of like
0: he looks like a clay man oh god So they're they're slender man (laughs) uh, but like extra like
1: long and goopy arms and then they would always like run at you and you wouldn't know until you got close enough and then like the human would transform into this thing and by then it was usually too late because those things packed a punch and uh, it, you gotta manage your squad you can't you can't get cornered or you're gonna be out a combatant
0: did you guys ever watch uh batman the animator series growing up yeah,
1: think clayface. Yeah, de- that's definitely. exactly
0: what I was thinking about that episode of Clayface, where like half of it is just him dripping mm-hmm. like off his body, like the kind of body horror stuff they got away with. In that is is incredible, and that that's all I'm thinking about now. So thank you, daddy for that.
3: Oh yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't even know why I asked about XCOM because like <clears throat> it's all fucking alien stuff. And that stuff gives me nightmares. Like, if I watch, <laughs> like, if I see the wrong picture, I'm, like, dreaming about it. It's terrible.
0: Well, you're it's also terrible. out in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. So, like, if aliens are going to come abduct people, like, you, you've, got some, you've got some crops to be circled there.
2: Tell me that I'm in a likely place to be abducted. That's. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm never coming on this podcast again. What do you mean? I'm never. I thought you, never, you wanted ever. to be back
1: for episode 69.
2: The sexiest episode there is. The, the sexiest episode. We're going to make it oh, sexy. The, oh, the things we're going to do to the news. Uh, yeah.
0: Save it. <laughs> uh, Daddy, is there anything else you wanted to mention about S-Tom Tamera Squad?
1: No, I so you know i'm almost at the end of the first arc and the way that the game is set up you can go after one of three factions and you have to play that story to completion Mm -hmm. but at the same time uh, inside of the city there's like an unrest meter that will go up if you don't focus on different uh, objectives so that's really uh, that's really where i'm at uh if you guys want to jump over to discord really quick I did send a picture of the faceless man. I just want to hear Kevin's reaction.
2: I... Oh, boy. Okay.
1: (laughs) I hope that's what I just did.
0: Oh, my computer's sparing me and saying something that... uh, I I do not have the app for performing this action.
2: Really? (laughs) I'll tell you you what. Um, Mine's not opening it. Oh, wait, no. It just downloaded it.
3: Uh Yeah,
2: wait. I don't have the app for this either. This is good. I shouldn't have the app for this. What are you trying to do?
1: Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can. I was trying to spare you all the
0: keyboard clicking. All right,
1: hold on, hold on.
0: Sparing. All right. So while you're doing that, uh, you're playing this on PS4? No, I'm
1: playing it on Steam because I bought oh, it okay. for $10 during oh. the opening sale for it. And that's why, okay. that's why the opening joke was when there was 15 minutes left, because I literally was sitting on it. And oh, I was between all right, all Gears right. of War, and I was between this, and I was like, well, my current graphics card can't handle Gears, so I guess I'm getting
0: <laughs> XCOM. <laughs> we, we have Gears at home. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Well, uh, we'll wait for you to find... Oh, uh, I'm seeing typing. You're are looking you right now uh oh yeah. he's Getty's searching for it right now
1: I'm gonna find it don't worry okay I'll All get right. you that we'll, nightmare we'll,
0: fuel <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to that uh thanks for sharing I I don't think that's for me but uh you know it, it does sound like they've at least uh tweaked things that could make it a little more engaging than what I remember XCOM to be when I played it so oh yeah and Getty, I still owe you uh, Getty. Hartwood I still <laughs> owe you Fire Emblem I'll get that to you someday
2: don't even worry about it. I mean, do 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 get it to me.
0: You
2: know, don't sure. worry about it not being here already.
0: Uh, uh, no, I'm. I'm <laughs> you got plenty of divinity to distract you. I know. Uh, so that said, uh, I also brought in a game I'm playing right now. What? And it is called Hunt Down.
1: You brought a game.
0: I oh. did bring a game. Does Alex uh, know? No. <laughs> it's it's our secret. Okay. Don't tell him. He doesn't listen. It's fine uh so hunt down is a game that is basically on like every platform
3: there
2: we go that
0: you could possibly find and it is a 2d oh my god <laughs> what is that that's a faceless <laughs> oh
2: god you, uh, I, that's that honestly
0: was...
2: that's that's not as bad as Ugh, it's pretty sorry bad. to cut you off joel it's, but look I, at how be
1: his skin I don't, looks
0: i don't know that's that's like clay Fe- that's like that's too realistic. That that makes it worse. <laughs> They've got a sheen on that thing where it it's is just...
2: it is wonderfully re- re- rendered. That's yeah. true.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it, Art Jetty. Uh, uh, yeah, I, don't. I, I, don't. I, I want to default to blaming you, Hartwood. <laughs> I, I, I understand.
2: I understand. Default people's default blaming me. Yeah. I've gotten it for thirty-five years. Don't I, even wor- so I mean, sweat it.
0: <laughs> to be fair, it, it is. You know. to, be, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. We're not. We're not co-opting Letter Kenny. Yeah. No. No. I know. <laughs> All right. So Huntdown what... is a, a 2D side-scrolling uh, shooting game. Uh, so think like. I guess let's start with the baseline of like Contra, although it's not even a great comparison. I think Contra, I say that but not. Be- well, I, I say that in only that like it is a game where you go through a series of levels running and gunning, picking up different weapons along okay. the way that gives you other types of things to play with and toys to play with. And you're shooting down a bunch of enemies till you get to the end of the level where there's a boss. So like, if you want to be a reductionist about it, that's what it is. <laughs> but, uh, there are a few key differences and because they're, because this is such a straightforward genre of game, we're not going to sit on it too long, but, uh, I only want to bring this up because I think it's a a really cool game. Uh, It is very stylistically cool. So the pixel art of the actual in-game level to level is fine. It's not like amazing standout, but they've got these awesome splash screens, like loading screens Uh where it will show like a different profile of enemies or the character you're playing as. And I should probably back up real quick to say the premise is that you are in a world where in the city you live in has been broken up into four rival gangs. Uh, <laughs> the police state has been dismantled. And then the only people there to bring order are mercenaries. Uh,
3: hmm. So
0: you get to choose between three mercenaries. Keep it quiet, hardwood. Uh, yeah. Three mercenaries, which uh, are distinct <laughs> different characters that have their different abilities. But do I chose they represent one, the different gangs? No, because you're actually fighting the Danes. Okay. So like, uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I chose Anaconda. Uh, she is a. Ooh, it's uh, Nicki Minaj.
2: She don't. <laughs> she don't want none. Unless you got. Unless you got buns. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can we can we co-op or mix a lot?
0: No. No. I don't it,
2: think any co-oping should happen today.
0: I, I'm not feeling comfortable about cultural appropriation, Hartwig. <laughs> I, I mean, let's... Fair. Let's, I'm yeah. going to check out Hunt Down and Anaconda to see how... <laughs> uh, sh- She is a uh, sort of a, a tall, leather-clad, uh, trench coat-wearing, eye-patch-wearing badass. Uh, and she is, out of the three, I felt like the most distinct personality out of the three so that's why i chose her and i mean part of the fun of this game is that where a contra feels like really fast paced or a lot of games anymore feel really fast fast paced when it comes to platformers this one it kind of rewards you to take things at your own pace and not rush because you'll you'll hit an area and it'll be like four to six different enemies, each with their different guns, and if you reach within their range, they're all going to shoot at you. So, like, it almost makes more sense to try to, like, kite them out towards you a little bit, pick one down, choose a hiding spot behind a a block or a parked car to dodge and and shoot back at, and uh, the enemies are actually uh, generally speaking a little samey, but they have enough distinct enemies at certain spots that keeps it mixed up a little bit.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah and I'm looking at the gameplay and it, this kind of reminds me of like RoboCop. Oh, my God. I I was going to mention RoboCop, but I felt like <laughs> it would be too dated of, of
3: nope.
1: a
0: comparison. <laughs> like the environment and like the giant
1: robots in the background. Yeah, this looks fun.
0: Yes, I mean, and that's part of it too. Is that it evokes that clear picture of me playing RoboCop as a kid on my parents' Amiga Commodore computer, like just these big, kind of chunky character models. Uh, It's a slower-paced thing. You have to be like deliberate about your movement a little bit, and it's it's very much that, except it's got a bit of like a uh, grungy look. Again, kind of like Robocop, the characters all say stuff that's not as it's, it's quippy a little bit without being cringy. You know, it, it's more like 80s action movie yeah. style without being like too over the top. So, you know, like your character will be like, oh, that's disgusting or like uh start yelling in, in like anger if she starts shooting stuff and, and things like that. It's there's a lot of personality in this thing, and, and that really elevates it to something pretty cool to me. And the bosses themselves. So each zone, there's four of them, and they'll have a different theme. And then each level will have a boss, and then there'll be a final boss for that area. And each boss has their own patterns that feel actually pretty distinct between each other. So like no boss feels the same or rehashed. And mm, so, that's good. So like, because I
2: have some points on that yeah. on that point later. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> but uh i I won't i won't linger on this too long just because again like it is one of those games it's a very good one of those games i would recommend to anybody that had the kind of reaction daddy had where he looked at it and you said like hey i know what this looks like this looks cool (laughs) yeah uh but yeah check it out on steam or wherever you play your games it's gonna be there uh it's a pretty neat thing
2: sweet oh yeah wait I saw literally one picture of it, and Um, I'm like, "Yep, yep, yes, yes." Oh man, double yes. Okay, yeah. (laughs) He's so excited now. It literally was like the two first Google image pictures. I was like, "Oh shit! Oh double shit!"
0: Yes, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a pretty cool game. Like the, it's just yeah. uh, We we won't. We won't uh, sit on this any further, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it's. I highly recommend it. Uh, I am not reading this because I feel anything but jovial. Uh, other than just spending time with you guys, you know, this has been delightful. So I, sure. I, I think Agreed. the change in management's working.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Should we get some fr- free uh, no. ice
0: cream during the break, guys.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, oh my god! You, you know, I used Vanilla. to.
0: I used to work at this ice cream shop. Uh, it was called uh, Whitey's. I, um. Uh, <laughs> that I mean that that wasn't a joke. Wait,
2: <laughs> wait! That's did you work at an ice cream shop? That's for literally real?
0: what it's called. What was their specialty?
2: I, I worked at a Whitey, uh, or not a white <laughs> at an ice cream shop. Also, <laughs>
0: yeah. In, in in high school, I, let me put it this way: the reason why they always named it Dave that it was called that way is because the guy's name was Whitey, or his nickname was Whitey, because of his white hair, supposedly. Sure. You never I, met him. I, I think he was well before my time. Like, okay. he, <laughs> he, like the, the photo on the wall back when I worked there in high school, it was like an old timey photo. Uh, so, uh,
2: after I stopped mining for gold, I opened up one of them newfangled ice cream shops.
0: I took the girl I was <laughs> sweet on to the ice cream shop. Yeah, we got yeah. We got a scoop of
2: butter pecan. What you? My name's Jonathan, but they call me Whitey O'Hoolahan. <laughs> <laughs> We've got vanilla and vanilla.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Hey news, I've got a real solid snake right here just for you. Samantha and I have been looking to include a news member into our marriage.
0: <laughs> the rolling R really makes it a lot worse.
2: It's yeah, so it does. it. <laughs> I even typed in there, creepy R rolling sound. <laughs>
0: well, thank you for guest seducing the news uh, <laughs> Oh,
2: i'll always guest seduce the news I, I think i seduce the news from home when i'm listening <laughs>
0: uh, now now i'm regretting every prior episode we've done this
2: um you should
0: <laughs> uh it's not to be a surprise to anybody that there's pretty much almost no news going on right now uh given the turmoil in our country right now but uh you know just a, a couple stories I kind of want to highlight uh, more as a sort of, like, I'm glad that some of these organizations are taking some uh, smart or positive steps. Uh, First of all, uh, we'll start with Sony, uh, which they actually had announced that there was going to be a reveal event for the PlayStation 5 on June 5th. Mm -hmm. And then earlier this week, they promptly postponed it indefinitely until, uh, you know, all this you know calms down a little bit uh seems sensible given the attention everybody's having on rightly you know uh civil rights issues uh played in our country right now
1: it's not the first time that we've seen it and i don't think it's going to be the last time that we see a move like this this year i no, i think no, it's been a hard year and even when naughty dog pulled a pulled back and said that they weren't going to release Last of Us until, I mean, it's supposed to be out in a couple of weeks, but even I feel like the content for that game is going to be pretty heavy.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, and I think that, like, what people play kind of does matter about how, like, how where they are, like, emotionally in general. Like, I know um, when we bought, at my house, Disco Elysium, like, we were quitting cigarettes, and that alone was like too much it was too much in that game that game is too deeply about addiction and mental health like um and that's just a small example there right it's it, it is fascinating to me how much my
0: mood has changed with the kind of games i want to consume uh even like hunt down which i I really liked that game, but some of the tone and the premise for the game even is kind of giving me a a sick feeling a little bit sometimes because of the whole, like, uh, you know, the, the police state has dismantled. So suddenly you have rogue mercenaries acting as, you know, the, the law givers and it's just all really, uh, a a little bit too tangentially related. And and like you said, Daddy, the last of us is such a heavy, Heavy game. Uh, I, I mean, that, that'd be like trying to watch There Will Be Blood right now or uh, uh, Wrecked Womb for a Dream. Yep. <laughs> I mean, just just stuff that, like, I, I need something to uplift myself. So it's it's been a lot of, like, Smash Brothers, Heave Ho. Um, so I, I got one for you. That, yeah, fire it's, away.
1: It's this game where you play as a high school student and uh-huh. you steal the hearts of a whole bunch of people
0: no no
1: no come on <laughs> there's nothing that makes you feel better than hanging out with your friends and texting them and having a cat
0: tell you to go to bed <laughs> there i have the opposite problem my cat won't shut up when we're trying to sleep Tony, <laughs> uh...
2: B, get me started on cats
0: yeah, let's I still, let's I not. still
2: haven't played Cat Quest. It's <laughs> just sitting sitting in my library. Yeah, you should play that.
0: I mean, if, yeah. if you want to talk to animals, we could do Fraud Fractions.
2: <sighs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exact. There will be exactly one one way that frogs will be referenced in this episode, and it will not be fractions. <laughs> He's so upset. I won't have it. <laughs> f- I, I, I. I. In fact. It, in fact, this is how on the fucking edge I am right now, okay? The fact that you would sully me receive... You know that I got frog in Metal Gear Solid 4. You know how proud I was of that, even though I found out on the internet afterwards that it was just because I side-jumped a bunch of times.
3: Don't,
2: don't care. Better than elephant, okay? I, and you bring up frog fractions? Oh, boy. Wow! Oh boy, this I, escalated
0: I, I, very I, I, quickly. What,
1: what do you
2: yeah. have against educational
0: games, heartwood
2: Out this, <laughs> out. First of all, for, let me tell you what I have. You have to build up to skills, okay? Frog fractions throws all kinds of logarithmic. I can't even. He can't even. The even the math portion. Even the math portion of frog frac. It should have been simple addition. Don't. I can't. I Cannot. <laughs> I cannot cr- critique every step of fraud. All right, preference. so anyway,
1: Persona 5 is a lot of fun right now.
3: <laughs> Actually,
0: I, I was talking to Kelly uh, last night, and I was like, I I can't do anything right now. I just need to do something like kind of mindless and light and breezy and funny. And she, we had gotten her a game called Code Realize. Like last year, sometime for Chief from GameStop, just because it looked like one of those like choose your own adventure narrative games. And she pops it in. We played for an hour last night. An hour. 45 minutes before they even introduced the character you're playing as. Before that is just. Like forty five minutes of preamble, back and forth between all these anime characters that are what is this? weird, fa- weird facsimiles of historical figures and fictional characters, <laughs> and like talking about how they're going to. It's like it's like a facsimile of like Lupin the Third and uh, oh Christ, what what was another one like? What was it? I can't even remember anymore. But like, uh, you this, have me, the called, So. The game's called Code Realize, and, and it, it's basically, like, a visual novel, and well, it, it is, like, pass. a weird visual romance novel, and, like, it, it blew my mind, because my thought was, like, oh, they're going to give you, like, every couple minutes a dialogue choice, you know? But, no, it's just, it was just, like, an hour of reading, and then, like, the character you play as didn't even show it's, up. And, Joel, that's and straight up a visual novel and also and also they let you choose the character's name never use it right they messed up the find and replace because they had the default name like for the first half hour oh (laughs) Oh, that's (laughs) amazing before they switched to the (laughs)
2: that's so dumb like that okay I,
0: I i'll spare i'll spare more details until uh if kelly wants to come on and talk about right. we're done. but like all right uh, she'll she'll have stuff that's she'll have stuff she needs to say that's where the duet household is right now <laughs> <laughs> all right uh the only other thing we had to touch on was that uh humble bubble hundle but humble bundle hubba bubba hubba bubba uh <laughs> announced that they're making a 1 million dollar fund to publish and promote games developed by black creators. And uh you know, that's probably one of the most forward leaning in things that a video game company has done since this all took place. I I really just more than anything want to highlight the awesome move that they're taking because that's that's a significant amount of money and uh if you spend more than a couple minutes on Twitter, you'll find plenty of people who uh, felt like it was, you know, people of color's responsibility to make themselves known (laughs) instead of trying to uh, help elevate some of their voices and creativity. So um, I don't know. God forbid. I don't know if you guys have anything to touch upon that, but I thought it was a cool thing.
2: No, I think that's a great thing. Um, I think think more cuz without going too far into things um i think that that this type of program is a big step towards actual equity um compared to equality yes um, and mm-hmm. e- and and equity is really what we should be striving for right as it just just like as a as a culture as a society overall and that that's that's my only thing
0: yep i'm yeah. i'm with you 100% i think that's I think that's fantastic, and and I'm really curious to see what kind of projects are born of this, or at least are elevated to prominence where we can get visibility to it. All right, well, uh that was a light neat. That was a light week for news. Uh probably for the best with the way you're acting, Hartwig.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: News, news. He's married. Cool it. We'll be right back. Every other month, we force friends to collaborate. Fact. This week, uh, Hartwood. You know, other than the fact that uh, Arona took a uh, sabbatical, uh, some well-needed R and R. You last week concluded your adventure with Metal Gear Solid 4: Guns of the Patriots, uh, the thrilling conclusion of Solid State's story.
2: It. Oh, boy, it was really something. Let me let me give you that good close mic voice for all this do because, it. <laughs> because, and I'll have to back off a little bit because I will be yelling in this segment.
0: <laughs> okay, good good, yeah. good uh, forewarning.
2: <laughs> just a heads. I'm gonna I'm gonna move back here. Disclaimer. So when I holler, the the I'm not fucking up the quality, but up here. Thanks in advance. Let's talk. Let, let's talk men to men. Because let's be honest, um, the and I, and I don't mean anything by this, but these feel like games for men, um, in the sense that like they're very the, in, in the in like the tropey, like almost like intentional way, the, like to try and make a point. Yeah, but that's not where I want to really focus with Metal Gear Solid. 4. So w-
0: let's um, let's no let's touch on that real quick since you brought sure. it. Sure, uh, you're right i mean plainly like this these games in general one through four are what the perception of mature in video games were for the longest time which was basically just like a measure for how much nudity how much violence how much cursing Uh, maturity didn't pertain to like serious themes It didn't pertain to, like, uh, trying to tackle a heady subject and doing it deftly. It had solely to do with, like, you're going to hear piss, shit, fuck, and then also see lots of blood and gore. And, I mean...
2: And and you're going to see piss and shit, (laughs) too. Like, you're going... Like, you, in more than one of these games, you can be peed on. Yep, yep. Like, and that is not... It's very juvenile. It's part of real yeah. life. And, and and in that way, I understand how, like, if, like, and I probably wouldn't have the same perspective on it in terms of like, like, seeing it through the lens of a 34 year old instead of a, like, a 14 year old. Right. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's definitely, there's definitely some stuff that I'm like, boy, this didn't seem necessary. But, it is what it is, and it it's hard to distinguish what stuff is put there um, to serve a purpose as, like, almost like a, um, in a sort of, like, a satirical way, or what's put there because, like, it's, like you said, it, the purpose was to make it mature, and the bar for that was, was... Shock value and and like you said, language and and visceral visceral stuff and sex. Like so, so it's hard to distinguish what stuff is satire in Metal Gear Solid and what stuff is legitimately problematic. I think. Um, I I would say that
0: when in doubt, legitimately problematic. And, and I mean. Part, part of it's my mindset right now just because I, I don't see nuance in satire when it comes to some media and also people who try to play things off of satire where it, it's so heavy-handed and overwrought where it doesn't feel like it's intentional – as much as it is someone trying to use the framing of satire to try to push what they're trying to get through, you know? Uh, Absolutely. And also, and I I don't want to sit on this too long just because we've covered it in prior episodes, but the way they treat women in these games are clearly, like, (laughs) not okay by today's standards, but also, like, it, it was... It's it was the way things were at the time that these games came out too. Like sure. you, you think about like PS One, the kind of games that uh, were released then, or PS Two, you know, and, and there
2: the triple triple X volleyball or whatever. Uh,
0: DoA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there you go. Right. So like that, and it's it's partially a reflection of the maturity of video games as a uh, pastime. I think number one, but then number two, it's how the Industry has sort of broadened the market to be more inclusive to people other than straight white men like us. So, right, like, uh, if you're only focusing on, on a core demographic of one subsection of people, then the range of product you're going to bring into there uh, is going to be pretty narrow. And this, yeah. this would seem like a part of that narrow band of kind of stories and sensibilities that you'd bring into it right uh so in, in that sense yeah i i sorry i didn't want to touch on this too much just as sure I know you got a lot to talk about but
2: yeah uh, I, no but the, but the and the and to transition away from this the one final point about the representation of women in these games and the thing that it didn't you know it didn't bother me and that's probably says more about me than it does about the about the content or whatever. Um, but it wasn't until this one in four that I really got frustrated because like I, because there's these great female characters that have been created throughout the three grain, three games leading up to this one. And I feel like they, they got, there was a little bit of disservice happening and like pushed to the side when like, it can't just be, Oh my God, I'm forgetting all their names. (laughs) Uh, is it Meryl? Yeah, yeah. The Meryl situation is especially what bothered me. Like, and I get that. Like, the that that was an interesting story to tell. But like, I didn't need her to f- like fall in love with a guy who's been her. Like that just it. it even though the actual. Direction and the the scene of it happening with the music and and that that's that's probably my favorite overall moment of the game was that like jumping back and forth between these like all is lost moments mm-hmm. um, from characters but then I, like I couldn't help but be like this feels forced yes you know what I mean yes uh, I mean like it felt. So, yeah.
0: so already, Metal Gear Solid storytelling is heavy-handed, right? I mean, there, there's yeah. no huh. Kojima does not understand subtlety, or he doesn't care for it. I, I mean, that that's it's one or two. And I don't think he cares. If you read about if he's think, if you read about stuff he's informed by, I, I think it's more that it's just the style he prefers. Because like uh, Snake, Snake Plissken, <laughs> you know. I mean, I can't, the, I
2: can't even, I can't even. <sighs>
0: I mean, I feel because like I, a I watched
2: of, the video for Peace Walker. Yeah. Right. Um, and the, the, there's a character named, uh, Dr. Strangelove. What is that? <laughs> w- what is, but it's not even like th- something to do with atomic block. Like, like I it said, was just like,
1: he doesn't care.
2: <laughs> yeah. He just, he doesn't He's care. He's very heavy handed right.
1: and it slaps you in the face and he keeps doing it. <laughs> again and again and again.
2: And like, I don't, and here's, here's the worst part, is that this was hands down, Metal Gear Solid 4, hands down the best game so far. Mm-hmm. Um, of the, of them. Not, I wouldn't rank any now, of these now you're, in my, my <laughs> you're, top list. But. You're,
0: you're talking about in terms of gameplay, specifically?
2: Um, or even
0: including the story?
2: I, th- I think hmm. whew, I really love what they did with Raiden in this game, really. For one thing, yeah. Okay. Except for the except for the fucking end, where him <laughs> well, and let's, Rose let's, let's, again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Let's let's try to
0: handle things a little bit in chronological order. I'm
2: I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. But, I, I'm, I'm trying for uh, sure. So so we'll, the we'll game. Touch am, upon, the, we'll touch upon the conclusion in a bit. Let's let's right. Uh, let's so so the yeah. So in general, like um. The way the game starts with, like, you being in this, like, in a combat zone, like, moving through the street, like, um, I felt like that, that moment feels so far, so long ago, and the most memorable part of that whole sequence was when Raiden comes out, and you see him being... I mean amazing. Mhm. Like it, like in my opinion like Raiden is straight up the hero of this movie or of this movie. That's it funny. It felt like a movie, that, right? It does. It does. <laughs> it really does. Um but I felt like the 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 this game is the best in gameplay hands down and that just I think goes along with like how technology changed compared to when the you know things just advance, right? So I felt like that felt natural. I thought it was gorgeous for for how long ago that it came out. Yeah, PlayStation um,
0: PlayStation Three game. I mean, we're yep. we're talking about what eight to ten years ago by now. Yeah.
2: So so I I was really impressed, especially once I fixed my computer and it was running appropriately. <laughs> like that that makes a big a big difference. But I also feel like in a lot of the ways that the narrative like progressed that it was one of my one of my favorites so far. I and it might have had to do a little bit with how much better it played and that my overall experience was more positive. Mm-hmm. Um so I can't quite differentiate too too well between those things but I definitely like enjoyed it a lot more. I love like Outocon Uh, he's just like, it's just a great character. Um, I hated that they like, and that bothered me too. Like I, the, the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) let's take things slow. So, so the game goes a lot of directions and you, you, it really does feel like, They went back, and they were like, okay, how the hell do we make these three games fit together? Yes. Like, what what are... Like, I don't... And you guys have to tell me what you think. But, like, it feels more like making it up as it was going along. Like, the first game comes out great. The second game comes out, like, great. It's sort of connected, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The third game's gonna be a... Time, timeline, jump back. Like, that's what we're going to do with the. And then they were like, well, we don't know what to do. Like, I don't think that there was some grand narrative that he had ahead of time. What? The games 100% strike me as somebody flying by the suite of the seat, the seat of their narrative pants. Okay. And I like, I love even how much metal gear solid 4 tried to like package things up um i thought it was interesting and and this was this is one of those things that i'm like is that intentional or did does kojima just like ha 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 girls (laughs) um but like all of the all of the villains were female or all the bosses were female basically besides like the you know some of the main people like vamp is vamp we'll save a section for him later. Sure. Um, yeah. but it did a little bit, not that like women can't be villains or like be used or whatever. Like, cause none of their stories were particularly like, they're all like super dark, um, like origins of the bosses, um, which I did feel like were besides the specifically how they all ended basically identically. um, I thought the bosses were definitely the most terrifying in this one. Mm-hmm. Um and even though they still didn't make like a ton of sense, and we never really got an explanation of of the sense. <laughs> besides like nanobots or whatever, you know, metal gear. <laughs> Nanotechnology. Metal Metal Gear. Um, <laughs> Vamp
1: is an actual vampire. What?
2: honestly
0: i can't even miss me miss me with some vamp conversation okay so before we get to vamp uh, oh come on to 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 respond to your question about premeditated versus bs and uh the beauty and beast core which you're referring to uh, my sense has been that you're right Hartwood. i i think basically he handled it as he went along and it's not to say that that's the wrong way because like Uh, If you're a fan of Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, if you've ever listened to like some of their podcasts where they discuss the writing method, they don't have things planned out, but a good writer seems to understand their characters well enough to understand the line where it uh, strains uh, credibility in the storytelling and understands logically where characters will, will go and... I don't think Kojima or the people around the Metal Gear Solid series necessarily care, cared all that much about it. Like, yeah, I, I, and that's—I mean, it's up to them to choose that. But that—that's why they go into such outrageous territory. And also, if I recall right, like based on things I read before, Kojima didn't want to do Metal Gear Solid Four. I, I think he was—I think he was done with three the series was too profitable. <laughs> they sort of brought him along for like uh, one more ride kind of thing. And, and then after that, this was like, that's why there's such a tone of finality to this. Right. Interesting.
3: And that's why they
0: chose old snake instead of solid snake and, and sort of brought in the framework about his, uh, sort of genetic mutation that prematurely ages him so that he couldn't be this destructive force as a, a super soldier for an entire lifetime kind of stuff. And it, it's, I, I think that does play into it somewhat a little bit. And now that said, I too love how far up its own ass it gets about trying to tie up every single loose end in the series. And yeah. I know it's not good storytelling But as somebody who played all these games, especially over the span of when they came out, it was incredible fan service for, like, 20-something-year-old me. Yes,
2: and let me explain to you that's perfect because, because all I wanted going into this game, understanding at least chronologically where we were, okay, a little bit, I wanted nothing more than to see more psychomantis somehow. <laughs> and so went no, no, but I'm serious and I and, and the way that like they referenced like oh you'll have to deal with mantis like blah 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 yep. like and you're like oh what and then you don't really hear that specific thing referenced for a while and then then you start to realize that like all of the bosses are like like, sort of callback bosses, but, like, not really. Right. Um, and then, like, Mantis is, like, on the fucking nose. (laughs) Um, and then at the end of that fight, it actually, it's, like, actually Psycho Mantis is back in the, back in effect. (laughs) Snake, I missed you. Like, like, um, yeah, so, so, so as somebody who's like been so deep in these games as like a a full-on adult i felt every every squeeze every drop mm-hmm. of that fan service <laughs> and i didn't i didn't like it all like some of it bot like it bothered me that they brought up rose and riding again
0: yeah <laughs>
2: like what like why
1: I, okay i'll it. tell
2: you who let me
1: throw in my I- two cents on this because sure. I, I just want to be heard at I feel like when he went in to pitch these games, he had a beginning and part of an ending, or at least an ending, and then he was like, ah, we'll figure it out as we go. And then that's where it just escalates and escalates and escalates to this completely ridiculous thing. It's In this game, Kevin, you hit it on the head. They did the callback bosses. But then you remember in Metal Gear 2 when they allude to the fact that it's like a recreation of the original Shadow Moses. And yeah. uh, these are all of the same things that Snake had to deal with. So uh, even at that point, they were already like, haha, you don't know it yet, but you've done all of this before,
2: and
0: mm-hmm. you'll continue to do it.
2: And, yeah, and like uh, but like ugh. I, I ugh.
0: also I also think that like the beauty and the beast core, I agree that like there is something that could have been compelling there. But they didn't deliver on it. They sort of allude slightly, like you said, to the prior uh, bosses that uh, you know they mentioned obliquely. But I think the underdevelopment might have been purposeful, if only because like there's so many characters at play throughout this game,
3: it, it, and, it, and it, there's so yeah. much
0: focus on the history of the series and, and trying to tie that into the current events of what's happening in the game that I don't think that they would have been able to squeeze in proper development of these characters or, uh, or at least they didn't have an interest to because they wanted to focus the story on the old characters. It's, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like the new star Wars movies, right? Where they have all these new characters in it that could have potential to be interesting, but (laughs) they sacrificed their development in the service of the old characters yep. yeah uh,
2: yeah yeah <sighs> there was a it's such it's, it's such like a um and i didn't go as back and forth as i did on the other games and that's sort of like where i'm getting my own i think this is my favorite one of them because because there's way even though like sure there's a moment at there's like a uh, riot and rose moment at the end that is infuriating and like a few other moments throughout that I'm just like what the fuck or why the fuck um but I I felt like it didn't happen as much as it did with the old ones where where the highs of these amazing boss fights are like, matched with these, like, lows of, like, this isn't, like, I hate this. <laughs> or this gameplay is very frustrating, you know what I mean? Whereas I really feel like 4 sort of, like, evens that all out, but still has these crazy peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, like and, like when
0: Snake ever has his Edo bruised, his stamina bar
2: goes down? His, yeah, yes, like, that's, or, like, he's, like, or uh, he gets punched by, uh somebody in his his stamina goes all the way down to 1 mm-hmm. um or whatever like yeah there there was a lot and and the iPod thing i thought <laughs> when i first i'll tell you what when i first saw iPod that's so fucking stupid
1: <laughs> he should like, have hit a zoom not, right
2: that's so but, yeah, it, yeah it was a brand it was a brand loyalty issue is where my yeah
0: do did well, you remember know, when they uh, asked you to switch the blu-ray disc
2: they did ask me to switch a disc <laughs> and there was a time during the Psycho Manus fight where like um, the Kojima input thing came up on my screen again yep like for like video input like Hideo Hideo 2 or whatever right Um, so, like, that definitely happened, like, um, but, like, I just don't feel like, it just, it made sense for one of the bosses, when I defeated them, to, like, have, and I, and I don't remember which one it was, even, that it made sense for, um, I probably thought it for the first one, and then for the rest of them, I was just like, this feels reused, but the way the boss, like, after they come out of their, they fall out of their miniature Metal Gears. Are they wearing, I don't know what the apparatus, what you call them? It's okay. called
0: bodysuit. I'm not sure there's a yeah, really, the, yeah,
2: Yeah, so so when they come out of their bodysuit after you beat them, and they're like lurching towards you in like, <laughs> and like girl from the ring style. And also like, like that,
0: weirdly seductive too. Yeah, yeah. like
2: that made, that made sense to me the first time that it was used um the second time it was used it made no sense to me at all and then when it was used like you even see it in the live stream um i'm like i swear to god if i beat this bus and a woman falls out of it and just starts ringing towards me okay like i I, and then that exactly is what happened And I, and I don't know what happens if she catches you because I was too terrified in all, all of the moments to do anything but launch rockets at her until she died. Yep. Um, so I don't, I don't know what that makes me. Also, this game gave me the most genuine scare that I've had in any of these games or maybe any game in a while (laughs) since I played Doom 3 by myself in my dorm room in college, (laughs) um, when Mantis is... During the Mantis uh, battle, um at one point, one of her moves is like a skipping through space towards you, like charge. Mm-hmm. And um, the first time she did it to me, it caught me completely off guard, yes. killed me, and I screamed. <laughs> like, I, like, it was really like... Uh, yeah it was I think I I think I clipped a highlight of it on on the twitch channel yeah it's um, it
0: was sort of like this disturbing kind of uh skitter
3: move yeah right? yep yeah
2: a lot and I'll tell you what the imagery in this game much more disturbing than in the past games yeah I would the agree. all all of the 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 limbs on all the robots whether it was the legs on the the big leaping guys that you you see at the beginning I don't remember the name of all the they're bubble, called all the geckos, different. I think yeah yes right. those those yeah so whether it's those legs and how they're like looking at a sprinter in short shorts with <laughs> with like alien feet mm-hmm. uh, it, and or obviously my least favorite, part of the entire game, the little seeker ball things that had three arms on them. Yes. Um that came in swarms. Um that's another thing I clipped on the, on the Super GG Twitch um, was me accidentally getting to an area where like I shot and like 20 of them flooded out of the wall, like a hole in the wall and uh so that was good. Um but yeah, the I thought the bosses were Difficult and the way that they referenced old bosses, I felt it was okay at least, but um, like I didn't feel like I don't know. So, one thing I'm kind of
0: surprised by that we haven't touched on yet, and I I say this because it it really is his story, uh, is uh, we haven't really touched much on Snake himself and the journey he goes through. And I mean, you kind of alluded to your thoughts already by saying, like, you know. Raiden's kind of the hero in your mind of this story, but uh, I, I guess maybe provide a few thoughts on that.
2: Well, oh boy. So, th- it's such a, um, it's really hard for me because of how I've played these like back-to-back-to-back, um, especially with this one in this question you're asking me, to differentiate between Big Boss and Snake and Solid Snake. So, so if you were to refer to like Metal Gear Solid Three Snake, would you call that Naked Snake or Big Boss or is it like? Uh,
0: Personally, I would call him Naked Snake, but like that's okay. Yeah, you know, know, I I mean, that that's mincing hairs a little bit just because like the title Big Boss is just the thing that he gets at the end. That's who he's referred to. After the fact and for story's sake, like, if you're thinking in context of Solid Snake, he was always Big Boss, right, to him.
2: Right, And right, so, that's, okay, that's but, true.
0: But, like, the, you know, I will just tell you from, like, when I played this at first, uh, having my history with the series and seeing the trailer for the first time, it blew my mind that they had Snake being this old man like it, Yeah, it, it, it did too. It was such a wild way from in my mind for them to twist it, to have it be this sundowning story about how he's basically just like struggling to do the most basic things while completing this spec ops mission. Yeah, here, <laughs> and, here, here,
2: that's such a good point. And, and this, such a good this sort point. of like
0: one last ride kind of uh, story. I mean, it's almost kind of cowboy esque in that way. And definitely. And I don't. I don't know what trailers I recall see, you've seen, but one of the first trailers I saw of this is sort of, in the beginning of the story, they have a, a quick preamble about, like, you know, war has changed, and then they're talking through the different ways that uh, war has been modernized, uh, standardized, uh Gun, IT, uh, ID tad guns to ID tag soldiers etc and and then he pops out like this old man in uh, a hood and stuff hiding his view but like the first trailer I saw you know they reach the point where he does his little monologue of like this is my final mission my final punishment and then alludes to the idea that he's gonna shoot himself at the end With it- without the context of what happens in the story <laughs>
2: <laughs> it. I'll, I'll tell you what that moment. Whew,
0: do we? Uh, uh, that uh, that what, was. Let's. So do we want to jump to the the final part, or I, I know you have some well, choice words okay, about so, vamp so, <laughs> too. Um. Let's get some vamp action.
2: I mean, listen. I appreciate that they rationalized his abilities
3: mm-hmm.
2: a little bit. Like a little like I know it's still the same old like uh nano machines. Do done. Mm-hmm. Like and so and so I won't talk too much about Vamp because like I expect I'll never see him again. And if that happens, like I'm <laughs> I'm a I'm a happy camper. Okay? I'm a happy vamper. Um Ew. Oh boy. But, well there's, yeah listen, there's our
0: episode I, title. <laughs>
2: Nobody's <laughs> nobody's happy about that. You can't do happy vamper for a time.
0: <laughs> I can't do happy
1: vamper and you don't even know. You don't even know what's coming.
2: That's I guess true. that's true. You don't even know. That is that is so so he's true. He's not going to be a happy um, vampor. But 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 oh god no! <laughs> don't tell me that. Well, no, I'm you, trying to you get it.
0: Don't, You don't know if he's telling the truth or
2: not. I really that's don't. I
1: still part. don't. Didn't I you say guys, like you, geriatric I, snake the last time? I said that you're gonna have to like manage your uh, diabetes. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, um, what it, to to answer your original question about how I feel about Snake and his journey. Um, for the first, I don't know. I can't say half because I could not even tell you where the midpoint of the game is, but. For, for a period of the game, I assumed that his oldness would be healed. I just oh, and really? that I th- I think that was partly because actually I did back I, in the day too. I that I think that's partly because I knew that there's a Metal Gear Solid Five, and I assumed that it was that I didn't realize that there's m- multiple <laughs> snakes across multiple eras, like <laughs> so you don't even so. Know. I I guess I don't at all, but it became clearer. I I couldn't tell you exactly when, but it it became pretty clear that this was a swan song. Is that right? Am I using that? Yep. Okay. For for Snake. For Solid Snake. And I think that it hit all the buttons that it needed to hit for me in order to feel like this was the way for him to, to conclude this. Um, the, I would say the most impactful thing I think of the whole journey for me, probably for him too, was the trip back to shadow Moses. Yeah, um, that was a good one. Yeah. That yeah. really, and not just the transition, like, like, fuckery of, of <laughs> like, you have to go do this, like, that's, like, 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 Kojima-ness, like, aside, I actually do think that it was used, that that technique was used really effective in that moment. Yeah. Um, so, so, I, I think that him going back there and him also, le- I mean, learning all that he did, um, in terms of, like finding out about like all the history Mm -hmm. i think there's and knowing that like he's done what he needed to do um like i think i think he's he i mean he's solid snake like i kind of i kind (laughs) of love him now Mm -hmm. um but but in that way i think that the game whether intentionally or not it sure feels intentionally um intentionally or not like Pushes the 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 mantle, so to speak, to Raiden in terms of like being like if they do a Metal Gear Solid six sometime and it and it follows the same pattern of like 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 old snake, new snake, old like it could easily be
0: borrowed snake, blue snake, yeah,
2: yeah, red, yeah, red snake, blue snake. Actually, one it, snake, wasn't wasn't that snake. the point
0: of Revengeance or Revenger or whatever yes. it was? Metal Gear rising oh. vengeance is raiden's story yeah. and heart oh. it is not canon but you have to play it no yeah? it, you, you don't have to play it okay i think you should play it it's it's okay.
1: more of a okay. hack and slash game it's a lot more yes it, in my opinion compared to some of the what did you say fuckery <laughs> it's yeah a lot less dense and yeah, more entertaining
0: the, 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 the story in that game is stupid, but it, it is a fun game. Like, the, the, okay. the hack-and-slash is satisfying. Got it. It's got a sweet, light slicing mechanic where you slow stuff down and slice stuff into bits, and it feels really good. So, nice. like, uh, as a tangent, you should check that out sometime. But, uh, okay. yeah.
2: Yeah, so really, I, I I think, because this is not... here. Here's why I think maybe the... the uh, him Like... Saw snake essentially like slowly dying wasn't so like jarring of a like a narrative to me in this in this moment that I was playing it was because like I also played Red Dead Redemption 2 recently
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it has like a very like 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 there's care there's there's some characters in that game too like I, I know you're gonna play it so I'm not gonna reveal too much but like there's yeah. there are some similar themes with some similar characters Um, and so it, I was a little like, you know, um, but I'll tell you what, this is just, I I really started to, once Raiden came back up in, in the later acts, um, and like him holding, uh, holding the ship, yes, or like, like back, like, like I thought it was badass when like he came and like handily took care of those the the geckos like it was no like it was no joke i could just watch that scene that scene was just like beautifully orchestrated action mm-hmm. yes okay and it's hard to deny that like kojima who we know is directing every single damn scene um has like a real keen eye for like action sequences mm-hmm. um whether it be gosh was that in this game yeah i feel like it was some some of the the was there a motorcycle chase in this one no that was three mm-hmm. that was there, three there might there
0: no, might have been a bit of no one but there's there but...
2: some car there's like a car chase where like i I'm, i've got a mounted gun on there was oh yeah and i'm shooting geckos absolutely yeah, yeah. um it, it it just this it very much whew, um there's just so much and i and i i, I have to tell you guys also I said that I said this to Alex. Obviously, I I received frog, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if that's indicative of anything, truly. But I want you guys to know that every time I tried to sneak, I thought of you guys.
3: <laughs> Thank you. I
2: said, I said, if I don't try to sneak effectively right here, these assholes are never going to let me live it down. And so I really busted my ass. Um, I'm sneaking through this game. And, and that's
0: hilarious uh, because like, this is the one so far where you could probably get through most of it running. Without!
2: Your- I know! <laughs> that's, that's the part that I'm like, oh, good. G- good. I, I threw an emphasis on sneaking. They're not sneaking games anymore. Well, you, you should play this again sometime
0: and uh, try to variant your play style. Like this, we're, we're already doing a so I don't want to extend this too much, but like we sure. haven't touched on gameplay much, but I do feel like this game kind of delivers on what they were trying to do for in Metal Gear Absolutely. Solid the sort of more open space area, the kind of approach it how you want kind of mindset. And then they give you this. Toy chest of different weapons and tools and stuff yes. at your disposal to try to uh, dispatch enemies and make your way through. And Now, sometimes you can't do it that way. You have to follow it their way. All right. Like there, there's that segment where they give you the Octa mask and have you looking like young Snake again. I think you have to be sneaky there. But uh, <laughs> but that said, like it, it's and if you like this Heartwood, I think you're gonna love Metal Gear Solid Five. Cool 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 i I think you're in store for a lot of fun
2: um that's really great that that's exciting to hear yeah the one in terms of gameplay thing that i was like i i just there's so many guns i didn't feel compelled to use that many there were like a few different situations i'm like rocket launcher um like not m16 uh AR15 mm-hmm. whatever with a silencer like the, like I just like a, Alex keeps telling me like oh throw throw landmines dude throw landmines I'm like for what like don't <laughs> like need for, to and, and and then wait for <laughs> so, just sit and wait for somebody to blow themselves up and alert everyone like mm-hmm. no well I'm trying to actually sneak here so- <laughs>
0: So like that that's also the difference in like you streaming it also means that you're trying to really mainline getting through the story. And when we got these games and it's like, this is the one game we're going to buy for the next month. Oh well, you know, we're to be playing this all the time. We're to start messing with the different things we can do in the game and different ways we can handle problems and uh you know sort of mainline it sort of reduces the experimentation in that way.
2: sure So, and, I, and, and that's definitely i i sort of recognize that the most the first and obviously it's i'm not exactly sure what i'm going to do with five but i recognize it the the first time with three where i was like i could be doing a b c and d right now but like i kind of want to move on with the story um so that, yeah, I definitely recognize that there's a lot more spaces to just be in, um, and see how things work. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So I think, uh,
0: let's, let's close this conversation by touching briefly on the end of the story. Um, and in the end, it shows solid snake at the graveyard where he's standing next to a grave. And, uh, there's so much to talk about in this game, but we didn't allude to the fact that Snake has been injected with a new form of fox dye through this from Naomi and is told throughout the game that basically he is a human biological weapon that will infect and kill untold people uh, within a span of months unless he ends Hmm. his own life or dies sometime before. And he then goes there to be alone, have a last smoke, puts a gun in his mouth, and they pan the camera up and you hear a gunshot and after going through a whole hullabaloo about a wedding for uh, Meryl and Johnny and having some lengthy cutscenes they pan back to credits and at the end of the credits is the last credit is the voice actor of Big Boss who has never spoken at all in this game up to this point uh, you actually missed it <laughs> i noticed uh in in game but like i will say when i played that and i was sitting there at the credits because you always wait for the end of the credits in the middle of your solid yes and and you saw the end of that i was like wait what (laughs) and and then they show at the end that in fact snake did not get away with killing himself and big boss is there to confront him and have a conversation
2: now you guys you guys can clarify here for me that uh, the the they it's, they're both David Hayter, right? No, they're not. No,
0: so I mean, well, when you say Wait. both David Hayter, mm-hmm. me- Metal Gear From- Solid Three Snake is not That's David Hayter, yeah. right? The voice actor in Metal Gear Solid Four. I think his name was Richard Doyle.
2: Oh God! Yeah.
0: What? So it is a different voice actor in four.
2: Oh my God! Yep. Okay. But wasn't it? But it was David Hayter in Metal Gear Solid One.
0: Correct. And two. Every okay. up to this point, everything that was Snake was David Hayter.
2: I knew that four's voice sounded different. Right. In fact, in fact, oh my God, that's fucking crazy because here's not ha- no no, you and i was gonna say this before we close the segment mm-hmm. so you so you bringing this up is crazy um i was gonna say because i thought that they were both david hater that you know when big boss showed up his voice sounded different yep and i was like and like how incredible of david hater to have like a solid snake voice and then like uh, a a big boss, still kind of snake, but like mm-hmm. ki- kind of different. You
0: you, like, I, I, you almost believed that David Hayter had range.
2: <laughs> I yeah, almost just for a second. Listen, who who needs range? Um, <laughs> Not him. Who needs who needs range when you're solid fucking snake? Yeah. Well, you know who else doesn't need range? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and who I encountered in Peace Walker when I watched was um. Oh my god, nope. Totally blanking on his head. Oh, this so... On his name. He does the voice of Spike and Mugen.
0: Oh, okay. I know who you're talking about then. Um,
2: just... I, well, that, this is infuriating. I have, at least have to, like, say his name.
0: But I guess, uh, beyond the voice acting, uh, do you have any parting thoughts about the conclusion of the story?
2: <sighs> yeah, I mean, I... It feels... It... It feels a little bit like, why? <laughs> like, it feels like, why leave it on that? Especially since, like, we we know now that, like, he probably thought it was the last one he'd ever do. Right. So, like, why just... It feels like a, ha, 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 ha. Fuck you. I, little do you know, I'm never working with Konami again. Like, <laughs> like, um... It, I don't know I don't know in in general I felt like the end was incredible mm-hmm. um but and like heavy and like like thick like like kind of like a like like a muck yeah but not not like not like in a not like in a bad way like I didn't find it necessarily like super cringy mm-hmm. um I was like really thankful that Rose and Ryden was like the fifth to last scene that they chose. <laughs> like, that, that's fine. You guys want to throw it to them for, for th- four minutes of dialogue and, like, surprise you have a son? It wasn't even... It wasn't even... You know what? No, I can't leave it there. I can't. <laughs> I tried, you guys. I can't do it. It wasn't even like... Some redemption where, like, they come together and they're like, after everything, like, I'm, I'm here for you, and blah, blah, blah. No, it's more like, hey, surprise, you've got a fucking son and it's yours, blah. Like, no, why? Why? I love you, robot dad. <laughs> I love you, robot dad. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I just, that, that, that as a, as a, uh, uh, as that, it was a choice. Um, yes. But, but him uh, appearing to kill himself and then credits roll mm-hmm. was gnarly.
0: I, I honestly, when I first saw the ending, I was a little disappointed that they pivoted back from that. Uh, I felt it. Kinda, yeah. I felt it kind of undercut the gravity of how they ended it. And yeah. I mean, you think about some- since
2: everything had been building to that the whole. Game.
0: Right, and that that goes back to the writing, though. Like somebody here had a real, real love affair with the idea of giving everybody some form of a happy. Wait, wait, By the end,
1: somebody of watched Lord of the Rings: Return of the King <laughs> before they were like, "Oh, we need to end this game. How can we do? Let's just make fifteen end scenes." I,
0: you, you know, I will defend up. almost everything about the Lord of the Rings movies. They're practically <laughs> perfect. I will 100% agree with you. On you mean that. except for the
1: the glaring absence of Tom
0: Bombadil, right? Well, we don't talk about that, All right. but it's it's just <laughs> that that who must not be named. Um, but the
2: yeah like you think about like i felt that too i felt i felt that disappointment too i I, it felt like a cop out like oh we can't have that right so let's just make it seem like that's happening and then you know but
0: like you have this absurd series with a ridiculous game of highs and lows and manic and serious and like somebody who portrays himself as an art tour you know go go all the way like pull yeah. pull the fucking trigger, <laughs>
2: and, now, and now let somebody
0: will, sit with a crappy feeling at the end of it.
2: You yeah, know? But, and but, even and even if even if you do something diff- like different, like he like he does pull the trigger, he does blow his fucking head off, and then like it turns out like he's recovered and revived by another party. Like, oh, it's it's Keanu Reeves. Wake up the fuck up, Samurai. Like, and then, like, we're in fucking Night City. Like, whatever. But like, to have it be that he doesn't do it and then not that not that of course I'm I'm like I love Snake. I don't want him to have to do that, but this is the story that you've been building to like like you said, pull the fucking trigger.
0: Yeah, and I mean like I, I I will say i was i was captivated by the whole monologue at the end too when i played it even with my disappointment but it i I guess that's sort of the perfect in that way it's kind of a perfect endpoint for the metal gear solid 4 game in that like there are these powerful moments capstoned with absurdism and not even vulgarity like piss and shit jokes and immaturity and it's it's that wild variance in tone where it's not even a smooth like little levity section it's just like smack dab in the face but uh, yeah I am going to put an m on the segment just because we've ran quite a bit and uh, what you know not, that, not that's to... how
2: Metal Gear Kevin do
0: <laughs> it, it do and don't get me wrong this is a lot of fun to talk about but uh, I have obligations. <laughs> so we can't we can't talk all night here but that said uh heartwood i'm glad to hear that you've enjoyed your time with this game uh i guess just the the one thing i would ask getty is uh do you want to give heartwood a a hint about metal gear solid 5
1: Ooh, oh i definitely do but i don't know how (laughs) how involved i should get
0: Hmm.
1: all right kevin Uh, you let's let's do it a little bit different Okay. You is there anything that you uh, want to know going into it? And I'll I'll see how much I can tell you.
2: Oh boy. Okay. Um
1: That way it's just not me completely making up shit. I'll be nice this time.
2: <laughs> um uh, Is there CQC? Yes. Okay. Wait. 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 I want to ask a different question. <laughs> Is there is there act of camo?
1: It's it's too late. That was your that was <laughs> no! your little me Come on. Oh, come on. Your game. You could have asked me anything like is Vamp Act oh, in it? Oh god. You ask me if Act is Wait. Comes wait. Back.
2: Wait. One more. Just one.
1: You can ask it, but I <laughs> I have no obligation to answer it.
2: Will we get any more about Solidus?
1: And that'll be it for Super GG. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I
0: feel wary about divulging in story details yeah. like the... You as, should!
2: As, as, you should! We've maintained the integrity of a blind Metal Gear Solid series playthrough up until this point. We cannot ruin it. No. Don't let me ruin it.
1: No. no. I, I will, uh... Whatever you think is going to happen,
0: just completely forget it. How about that?
2: Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I can get behind right. that.
0: I will give you one other hint, too, uh, although it should be fairly obvious. Uh, you do not play a solid snake in Metal Gear Solid. What? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, oh, like, te- technically it could be a prequel. I too. did have a question. Are we going to make
1: him play the the one that they released before? Ground Zeroes? Ground yeah.
2: Zeroes? Yeah. Yes. Yep.
0: That,
1: that I'll is, be
2: playing it.
0: That is like the pro
2: I'll tell you, Yeah. I'll tell you what. I did, the one, I did know that, Joel, already. Mm-hmm. Unfor- that was the one thing I accidentally discovered this time around was um, I, I accidentally stumbled upon a chronological, like, where the games fall. Right. And so I saw, which, which, that, I'm like, that, knowing that made the end of this one... More, because I accidentally found that out, like, towards the end of this playthrough. Yep. Um, and then was like, wait, Snake really could die in this game. Right. (laughs) And then that, yeah, so, like, that really, like, solid Snake, but. Right. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only thing I know, and now that I've played Peace Walker, I can at least see, like, am I it feels like I'm going to be playing a bad guy. So, the whole, so do you, the...
0: do you know who you're playing as in five? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think I play as Big Boss. Okay, isn't it Big Boss after Peace Walker? That's the chronological order. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was the thing I accidentally discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, was in the yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's that's all I know. So I I just assume that it's like. Big boss, and here's your adventure. Like, so maybe I can make Big Boss as good or bad as I want.
0: I mean, everybody's the hero of their own story.
2: Yeah. No, wrong. Ryden <laughs> is the hero. Wrong. Raiden is hero.
0: <laughs> Rose isn't even a hero to herself.
2: Fuck Rose. I I can't. You know who? Wait, wait. One. One more. Oh, okay. Final this this thing. is
0: the very last thing. No. Complete.
2: <laughs> full 180 on my opinion of Mei Ling okay yes full flip flop the annoying philosophy stuff no whatever I don't care at all she was the best in fact a naval commander (laughs) just just badass all around yes okay alright that's it that's Metal Gear Solid 4 don't ever ask me about it again
0: Mei Ling is the real hero
2: yep mei Ling and ryder they should hook up. That's, oh boy, okay. All right. I have some, fa- I have some fan fiction to write later.
0: But thank you, Heartwood, for uh, coming by to share your perspective on that. That was fun. Uh, you know, uh, I'm going to forego one last thing here, and uh, we're going to harass you now about uh, something else. Daddy, uh, I think you have a question for Hartwood here. Oh, wait, yeah, what? I do. <clears throat>
1: Kevin, can you walk us through your creative process for coming up with the uh, names of your streaming titles? Do you mean the
2: the the actual like the day I'm doing them?
1: No, no, I meant like keeping it together.
2: Oh yeah, okay, so so obviously, because I feel like, like, Metal like Gear you missed Fry- like a
1: lot of good opportunities <laughs> to
2: name that yeah that stream. Mm- Divinity? No, no, no. So here so so specifically if we're talking about Thursday night, we titled it Keeping It Together because um th- in the second act of the game which we have just gotten to uh, last episode, we've been there for two episodes now actually. Um in the main town square where all the merchants are where you have to do all of your buying and selling which like inventory management is like a big part of Divinity mm-hmm. and like gearing up when you level. Um and one of the characters in that section has some, like, heavily repetitious scripted dialogue. And one of them is her asking somebody, like, keeping it together, Bri. Um, and so because of that, and because, like, on the Divinity subreddit, um, it's basically the only meme that I've seen consistently... Uh, uh, associated with divinity i figured it would be a great thing to name our 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 stream now it didn't become relevant to any viewers until the last two episodes when we got to this (laughs) section so like and we we said that right away we said you're not gonna get the name but as soon as you watch a sick go back and watch last week's episode even five minutes of it while we're in the driftwood market and It'll be like keeping it together, bro. Oh, I'm all right as long as I don't think about it too much. Oh, well, it never. You're, you're safe among friends. Never like I, it's burnt into my fucking brain. You guys have to have like NPC script from games you've played a lot that's burnt into your head, right? What are you buying? Like, <laughs> yeah, you make it to the cloud district a lot. Ugh, of course you won't. Like, like there. It's yeah. So that's how we. And I'll tell you what our divinity stream has very closely unintentionally lined up with this quarantine situation and so we like to have everybody uh ask themselves ask each other like are you are you keeping it together are we keeping it together? Let's help each other keep it together. So that's that's where, that's where that came. Okay, so now that, that you from. switched
0: this into self-help, you, you've ruined our opportunity to really rad you on. this. yeah. So you, yeah. Thank, thank you for uh, thank uh, you for spoiling the fun for
1: us. Okay,
2: hold on, hold on. How would you like me to respond? Whereas you can still rad. No, me? it's
1: okay. Let no. us name your next no. uh, stream.
2: Let us name your. You know what? You know what? That's You're fine. We, what? Might, we gotta. We got to We
0: got an hey, all. Hey, ages. It's super GG's hey, channel. <laughs> hey, 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 you know what? And that'll be it for this week's Super GG radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at super GG radio and twitch. TV slash super GG radio, where, uh, Alex is going to be off this week. Uh, doing his misadventure we're hoping he's having fun uh kelly and i will come back to screaming someday and continue uh coffee and chrono trigger when we're feeling it uh as you might understand uh world events have precluded that a bit and we're just trying to huddle down Hartwood is taking a different tact on thursdays as mentioned with uh keeping it together with kevin and sam i don't remember if that's even the right order of the name but deal with it and uh harwood are you going to start metal gear solid
2: five this week i believe i am gonna be starting metal gear solid five ground zeros as i understand it okay this friday um yeah i and and let me just tell you also i'm so thankful to be done with playstation now
3: <laughs>
2: um not and, and listen been a wonderful service that has allowed me to play many games that i didn't have access to before for free because my friends are very generous with that said i like steam better
0: understandable <laughs> and uh this game will look very nice on your pc
2: oh i'm Yet, excited
0: i think you'll be able to I, I think you'll be able to finish uh, ground zeros in one go if that you is what to do it so that
2: is what alex said was that i'd probably be able to finish it in one one shot um that that was another question, maybe that maybe we end the episode and then I just ask you guys off off recording. Fair so, enough. No, if you'd like to reach us with questions or input,
0: our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provided review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. Thanks for listening and good game, Getty. Good game, you forgot Sunday night match. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Alex did it last Thank week too. You. Thank you for reminding me. I really want to watch you guys play that sometime. It just so happens that that's like one of the times where my kids can get my undivided attention anymore. That's okay. I will. I want. I want to watch. We're gonna figure that out. And I am going to watch you tonight uh, on Friday, Heartwood too. Uh, Wonderful. And good game, Heartwood. Thank you, Juji guys. Good night, everybody. Take care of yourselves.
2: It's that feels like real, real aggressive for a, get, for a guest.
0: <laughs> come I, on, come I, on! I, I've got no chill right now, and not only that, but like I'm, I'm, I'm having to tell Kelly not to like and comment on your shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's probably best off Re- replacing In fact, replacing
0: I, the thin blue line with the, the Nazi flag. That's that. I
2: <laughs> I would probably advise everybody to stay off my Facebook page these days. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a lot of Ouse Rotten and Leftover Crack songs. Um, Oh, boy. (laughs) This Red Bull sugar-free that I'm drinking right now is giving me the extra pep. I need to do a great job recording this podcast. Fantastic. Hashtag ad.
0: All right, I will... (laughs) I will cut that into the end somewhere, <laughs> or before. What? I
2: give you, I give you these tasty, tasty bits, and you can just put anywhere you want, baby. All right,
0: let's let's save the tasty bits for recording. Let's. All right, all right, let's go.
2: Perfect.
0: Let me just zoom in because I'm blind as a bat. Uh, Google Docs. I can't figure out how to do anything with you.
2: Also, who's keeping it at 11, fi- what are we, 16 years old?
0: I just know okay. what's we're in not, the doc, okay? We're not double-spacing shit, are we?
2: Nobody needs to double-space, but watch this. Just like, shit, bump it to 12.
0: <laughs> okay, you doing that as I was zooming in just ensured <laughs> that I had to zoom back out. Just made it
2: like nine okay.
0: pages. I'm gonna be scrolling forever Oh my now. god.
2: Okay. <laughs> Alright, alright. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I rescind my edit. That's that's a that's a huge mistake. I'll go back. It's an undo button. I just zoomed out <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What do you want from me? I Try you, to make it
0: easier. I want you to stop touching things.
2: All right,
0: Try, let's do this. Go to your room. You're grounded.
2: Ah, oh, man! <laughs> Ugh, not again. <laughs> Fine, my Sega's in there.
0: Oh. <clears throat> All right. Are we ready? Yep.
2: I'm ready.
1: All right. Where are we at
2: that's
1: here? That's good. We are at... 42 minutes. Metal, Metal minutes. Gear. Okay, that's not
2: 43 bad. and 45. Yep. Hey, this is Metal Gear Kevin, and I'm ready for the backlog. Hey, hey.
1: War
3: has changed. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> okay, that
0: was, I thought that was a Krusty the Clown.
2: <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty good. I know, I've, pra- I've been practicing there for 20 years. 20 years. Hey. <clears throat> hey. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I Don't ask me to say any words. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, I...
2: If I... When... I'll tell you what, though. When I was smoking a pack a day,
0: uh-huh.
2: it was much closer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I bet.
2: It was much, much easier to make those sounds. They were very authentic. A smoke smoke voice authentic
0: what, what I always yeah. what I always love uh, for the trusty the clown episodes were the ones where they showed him without like the clown get up and makeup on <laughs> looks, yeah it's like this yep. complete like disheveled schmuck <laughs> you know
3: mhm
0: it was just it, I mean it, it was like very stark watching it as a kid but it, it always makes me laugh now just like I was like hey that's me <laughs> 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 I'm broken too <laughs>
2: Herschel Herschel (laughs) Kristovsky. We're we're Uh, all going to be okay together. Keeping it together, Bree.
0: Listen. We'll we'll touch on that later.
2: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yes, we will talk about divinity later, but first.
3: (laughs) All right. Are we ready? (laughs) The backlog blog. Yep.